Are you looking for ways to elevate your authority, but your brand is too small or too new to get featured in the big stages? Is there a way to get more visibility and not have to ask anyone for a break? I got you covered. In this episode, I'll share with you the best ways for you to take control of your visibility starting today, like right now, regardless of the size of your audience or how long your business has been active. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays. This one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. And today, our focus will be on three ways to create your own stage and get visibility as soon as possible. This episode was inspired by our last conversation with Adam Lewis Walker, a TEDx speaker and author who will teach you how to get featured on the greatest stage of all. Go back and listen to that episode when you're done with this one. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're pondering if you're ready for more people to find you, my friend, the answer is always yes. Believe in yourself. You got this. Now head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to the Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. If you're starting in your business, you're still developing that sense of expertise, that sense of authority, that sense of uh, credibility out there. And everybody might be telling you, hey, you need to go get featured on podcasts, right? The bigger, the better. You need to go and interview the biggest people in the industry. You need to be getting up there and speaking on conferences, on stages. And you might be here thinking to yourself, but who is going to give me permission to speak on their platform? I'm new. I am brand new here. Who is ever going to give me that kind of chance? So if there's one thing that I firmly believe that I want to kind of transfer to you is that you shouldn't need anybody's permission to do this. You shouldn't need anybody's permission to get yourself some visibility. So that's why I wanted to come here and tell you how can you create your own stage? How can you create your own opportunities for visibility without having to wait for somebody else to really see you the way you see yourself and give you a chance, right? So what I'm going to cover with you are three things that have worked really well for me to establish my authority, even though I have a small audience. So I'm going to show you how in my business, I have managed to do this. In fact, back in 2019, I got myself on the best self-made stage ever. I am in the Boston area and in Boston, which is the birthplace of Staples, the office supply store, Staples has 
kicked off some spotlight rooms. And, you know, it's a place where you can go and teach and they get people in the store. They're trying to create an experience there. So I'm going to tell you how I ended up <laughs> having a relationship with Staples uh, just because of this. All right, so let me tell you the story and then I'm gonna tell you the tips. So I went to an event at one of the Staples stores and the event was all about public speaking. And I went and I'm like, mm, this seems interesting. And they introduced us to the manager of the locale. And as they were talking about public speaking and how you should uh, befriend organizers, so when they introduced us to the manager of the spotlight room, I'm like, mm, I'm gonna go introduce myself. They had just started doing podcasting studios in staple stores, okay? And I'm here thinking, well, I teach podcasting. I could teach podcasting. So I contacted her. Uh, the, the event organizer that I that I met that day, the organizer of the spotlight room, um, I contacted her on LinkedIn and I said, I saw that you're starting a podcast studio. How do you feel about having somebody come and teach about podcasting? Not necessarily a tutorial for the studio, but somebody who's going to come and tell people how to do a good podcast. I can do that. She loved the idea. She introduced me to the corporate team and I started teaching podcasting classes around Boston. And that was a great lead generator for me and my business. At the time I was doing coaching and I was making websites, but these were people who were looking for a way to display their expertise. And they would sign up for these classes to learn how to do podcasting. Most of them never actually started a podcast, but a lot of them started a business because I would teach them about business. I would tell them like, I'm going to teach you how to create a podcast, but just so you know, there are many other ways for you to display your authority other than podcasting, and that's what I do. And I got clients that way. So it was a great symbiotic relationship right there with Staples to the point that, you know, they loved everything I was doing. They even commissioned me to create a tutorial of the studio for their staff. And eventually they featured me on their catalog. Uh, in fact, if you go to my feed right now, there is a post right there, one of the most recent posts today, Monday the 27th, that has my Staples cover. I went and I did a photo shoot with them. I appeared in their catalog and I even got to write an article and get paid for this. This was not a free opportunity. I vouched for myself and I said, this is something I do for a living. This is my rate. I even was able to charge a talent fee for it. These opportunities would have not been possible if it wasn't because of the things that I'm going to teach you about today, which is how do you create your own opportunities? How do you stop waiting around for people to offer things to you and you start to take charge of this? So how does that sound? Does that sound good? Let's do it. Now that you understand the context, right? Like, why are we doing this? Is it because I was going to be making a ton of money teaching podcasting classes? Probably not. But I got clients out of it and I got an amazing feature on a major catalog for a major company right after and I get paid as a talent. So there's opportunities that open up when you open up the door. So I'm going to give you three opportunities that you can take advantage of right now that does not require you to have any contacts, any further expertise. It doesn't require you to have anything else and you can go and get displayed on that stage right now. Okay. So number one, create local events. So that's what I did with Staples. I found a place that would be happy to host me and then I started hosting events. Uh, so how did I do that? Exactly what does that mean? 
What does that mean exactly? In my town, there is a town hall and they have rooms in there that they will rent to citizens of the town, right? To patrons, to people who live there for a fee. I found a great room in my town that holds a lot of people, right? Not that I was going to fill it up on the first day, but I got I found a room that they would rent to me for $40 an hour. That is not prohibitively expensive. And I was able to just go rent the room. All I needed to set it up was, you know, they have chairs, right? And all I needed was my computer, my microphone, and a projector, which they had, right? Great. And by the way, that was not an easy thing to find. I'm telling you right now, go to your town hall and see if they have something similar. But it wasn't an easy thing to find. I remember meeting with the administrator of my local public library because they have rooms right there. And I went to talk to her about, you know, whether she would let me use a room. She completely dismissed me. She was treating me like I was a criminal or something. She was completely dismissive. Basically, like saying, like, we don't talk to businesses, like go and find someplace else. We don't talk to businesses. And I'm here like with my baby, right? Like they're sitting down like, okay, so, you know, tell me more about what you have going on here. Tell me like, how can we help each other out? She's like, "Mm -mm, not even looking at me like, nope, go someplace else. And I'm like, wow, totally rude. So I had to face some, you know, doors being shut in my face while I was looking for a place. But I finally found one, one that works, and I just started doing my thing. Then I found the Staples thing, and I started doing it at the Staples locations. So you can set up a local event just on your own. How do you promote it? For me, I did a few Facebook ads that were particularly targeted to five, a five-mile radius around my town. And that would get, I'm going to be completely honest, it wasn't the best conversion rate, but I would put $50 in a Facebook ad saying like, hey, come and learn about podcasting right here locally in person. This was before the pandemic. And I would probably get like five people. So it was like, I was paying like $10 per lead. But if one of them signed up to be a client, it was totally worth it, right? So that's what I did. Set up a local event, put a few Facebook ads that are specifically targeted to your geographical location with a specific interest in there, like people who like podcasting or who listen to podcasts and who live five miles away from me. That was how targeted these ads were, right? And then people would show up. I would get people coming in at the door all the time. That's one way for you to do a local event. I'm going to tell you, way number two, invite other people to go live with you especially right here on Instagram, because when I go live with somebody else, the live also shows up on their feed. So it almost doesn't matter whether I invited them or they invited me, because their audience are also going to see that we're going live together. Now, it's not exactly the same because they can't save the video on their side so there would be no record of us going live together on their side but for that moment in time if I can get them to promote it a little bit I'll get a lot more visibility from their audience even though 
this is being done in my platform, which is a lot more than I can say for doing it inside a Facebook group, for example. If I had a Facebook group and I invited somebody to speak there, literally I'm only talking to my audience. But right here on Instagram or doing a Facebook Live on your personal profile or on your business page, actually your business page might also work, you get access to their audience too because their audience gets to see that they are going live with you. Okay, but that only happens if you're doing the native version of Facebook live broadcast, joint broadcast. If you're using StreamYard or anything like that, it's not going to show up on their feed because the best you can do is tag them, but it doesn't show that they are live. Okay, so it has to be using the Facebook interface, which is wonky, it's not great. I'm going to suggest that if you want to do this, do it on, do it on Instagram. Much easier, much more straightforward, and their audience are going to see that you are live with them. Okay, so you can do it through Facebook Lives. Another thing that you can do is go out there and find out which Facebook groups have your audience in them. Are you writing this down? Go to Facebook groups and find who has your audience in them, who is willing and would love to have experts come and speak to their people, right? Because not everybody is going to have an entire deck of things to teach inside their Facebook group. So they're always looking for experts. Even me, I have a membership, it's called Get Clients First, and I invite guest experts to come and speak. Even though it's my space, it's my clients, it's my audience, I want to give a benefit, an additional benefit to my audience by bringing in people who speak about things that I don't speak about, right? And also give that person a leg up. We have an affiliate deal, they come, they teach. If they get clients from my clients, then I get a little bit in return. So there's something in it for me as a host to host people who are experts in what they talk about, right? Find that kind of relationships. Go find those Facebook groups and ask people, hey, how do you feel about somebody coming and speaking about this particular subject? It seems like your audience might be interested in it. Just make sure it's not exactly the same thing that the host speaks about, right? should be complementary. It should not be replacing what they do because then that feels a little bit icky. It should be something that their audience needs. So for example, if you are speaking to single moms and you talk about health and wellness, maybe you want to go to a Facebook group for business for single moms. And you're like, hey, I'm not going to be teaching them about business. You have my audience right there. Let me teach them about wellness and how that relates to their business. Slam dunk. They are going to say yes. They'll be like, great. When can you do this? Right? So that's what you want to be doing. It is a bombshell tip. I'm going to give you the third one, which is probably is the easiest to do because you literally do not need anybody's permission and you do not need to pay anybody else which is to set up a stage in your own platform. What I'm doing right now is exactly that. You're watching an example of it. I'm currently going live inside my Instagram account. This is my stage. I set this up and I'm here to talk to you about my expertise, give you some tips. I'm here to tell you about my offers. This is my stage. People can come in, people can come out. This is mine. I am also recording this for my podcast. Again, another thing I didn't have to go and beg anybody to give me permission to do. I just did it myself. So when you create your own platform, then you can put it out there with authority. 
And I can spend the entire week talking about the fact that I just went live to teach you how to set up your own stage, right? And direct people to this live or direct people to this podcast episode. And all year long, I can direct people to my podcast because they can learn so much from me using it. So setting up your own platform is probably the cheapest and the easiest. And you probably already have a platform and you're just not using it effectively. My biggest tip for this one is be consistent. And by consistent, I don't mean show up every day. What, by consistent, I mean pick a day, pick a time, and stick with it. And say, you can find me right here every Monday at 2 o'clock Eastern time, and I'm going to be sharing with you some piece of information that you absolutely need. That's what you want to be doing. That's what I mean with consistent. It's always showing up same time, same place. All right? So, okay, let's recap. You do not need anybody's permission to go and be visible and show your expertise out there, okay? All you need is to enact one of these three important tips that I just gave you. Number one, set up a local event. Spend a little bit of money on ads, spend a little bit of money on a room. You can set this up and if you have your funnel set up just right, the kind of clients that you're going to be getting from these engagements are going to be totally worth the investment. Number two, go to Facebook groups that have your audience in them and offer a complimentary training. Complimentary and complimentary, if you know what I mean. Complimentary because it's free to them, but complimentary because it complements the teachings of the host in that, inside that group. Also do joint lives in, on Instagram. I recommend on Instagram so that other people in other audiences can see you go live with their own hero, with their own host. And finally, Set up your own platform, whether it be showing up consistently on social media, sending out emails to your people, having your own podcast. This is how you take advantage of showing your expertise without needing anybody's permission. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.